Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today, we're taking another look at a new 2022 remix, but this time it's going to be from an album that we've looked at before on the show, that being Headquarters by the Monkees. Now, when I looked at the album in, I think, December 2021, there wasn't really the, I guess, potential for a new remix to feature in the future. But lo and behold, about a month or so ago, the Soup Deluxe edition of the album was announced, and with it, a new resynced stereo mix of the album, which is very exciting. As such, copies have started being delivered and it seems to be an absolutely wonderful set and the remix is really something to behold through the resyncing of multi-stage masters. This has allowed more control of the individual tracks in the mix, allowing things like drums to be centered while retaining a wide stereo image. That said, Andrew Sandoval, who has kind of looked after the Monkeys archives for many years now, as well as many other wonderful artists as well, has managed to go in with the method of keeping the mix as sonically faithful to the original as possible while still modernizing it and providing a couple of nice hidden treats along the way, especially in the bonus cuts, which we'll be looking at in future episodes of the show over on the Patreon, where I'll be looking at the non-album tracks, A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You and The Girl I Knew Somewhere, this Sunday on an episode of Mixology in 45, and the rest of the bonus cuts on a future episode exclusively on the Patreon, so plenty to look into there. That said, this isn't the first time the album has been remixed. I do want to say that in my last episode, I unfortunately noted, due to some incorrect sources shall we say, that outside of the clarity, the 1989 remix by Bill Inglot on Arista matched the original mix perfectly, as say, outside the clarity, but clearly I was wrong. Much like the 2022, this features a huge increase in clarity, but generally matches the original in panning, with some small exceptions. It does, however, get longer fades like the 2022, and also has a use of stereo echo and reverb, very much a character of the time, which changed up the characteristics of some sections. I likely won't mention this part as we move through, but do keep it in mind as it will affect certain differences. I also want to give a big thank you to co-author and co-compiler of the Monkey's Mixography book and website, Craig Smith, who has assisted in my review and notes on these mixes, ensuring as comprehensive analysis of this material as possible. Look out for a chat with Craig about his work and beyond in the new year. With all that out of the way though, it's probably best I summarise what we're actually going to be looking at today. Of course, in the last episode, we compared the mono and stereo mixes of the album, but this time, to avoid retreading previously trodden ground, we're just going to be using the 1967 stereo mix and then bringing in the 1989 remix as well as the 2022, with particular focus being placed on this new remix, while the 1989 will kind of crop up at the applicable moments and will of course have an overall comparison as we move through each track. Of course, the opening track on the album is the classic Nesmith original, You Told Me. And while the panning of the intro is kept the same, the advantages of the earlier stage tapes become immediately apparent, 
as when the banjo no longer enters on the same track as the guitar, but over in the right hand channel, before the drums come crashing in the centre channel, everything is just transformed. This glorious moment is a perfect introduction to the magic Andrew and co have worked on this mix, and I want to highlight it before we dig into the overall mix placement. 1967 stereo first, and then the 2022. And again in the remix. You told me you'd always say you told me. As for the overall mix placement and sonics, the original stereo highlights the limitations of the post-bounce tapes. Though the 1989 does indeed clean things up, while retaining essentially the same panning characteristics as the 1967, just with some louder backing vocals. We have guitars, banjo and additional bass in the left channel, drums and bass in the right, and the lead vocal panned centrally, with the backing vocals slightly towards the right. The 2022 on the other hand, keeps the guitar left and the basses in their places, but moves the banjo over to the right and the drums to the centre. All vocals stay in the same positions, though the leftmost vocals move a little more to the centre. Mike appears to have a bit more echo to his vocal in the 2022, but the huge increase in clarity means that his vocal stands out more, and it's possible this echo is just hard to discern in the original mix. On the opposite end, the backing vocals seem to have lost the echo present in the original mix. Outside this though, all balance and processing matches. Let's start with the 1967 and move through all three mixes chronologically. Track 2 is the Boyson Heart number, I'll Spend My Life With You, and this is a mix where the clarity shift isn't as hefty, but the acoustic guitar in the left channel certainly benefits from the reduced compression slash wow and flutter, sounding much more like a real guitar, though this does partially get fixed in the 1989 anyway. As for the mix itself, the basic idea is kept close. Acoustic left, slide right, Mickey center with the bass somewhat stereo, doubled? Central? It's hard to tell. The tambourine has been moved from far right to right of center, with the accented guitar that enters later being moved in a similar way. Let's highlight a later section of the track now. First in the 1967, and we'll move through. I've had all the time I need to rearrange my mind and leave. 89. Life I thought I wanted yesterday. 22. I played a game that could last. And now some memories from the past have turned my thoughts around a different way. Later on the track, from the second chorus specifically, 
Peter's harmony also enters in, which while still slightly left to centre, is easily louder in the original mix. And if you want me to, I'll spend my life with you. And again in the remix. And if you want me to, I'll spend During the solo, the Celeste-type instrument, the kind of chimey piano-keyboard-sounding one, has been moved from the left-hand channel to the centre, so we'll highlight this now, starting on the 67 and moving to the 22. 22. Track 3 is Forget That Girl, and here we get another very faithful feeling mix, with all elements feeling like they've been processed in the same way, but with an amazing boost of clarity to Davies' vocals, especially the backing vocals, which sounded filtered in the original mix. The 1989 again is close to the original, with the usual clarity shift, but the backing vocals are bone dry comparatively, and seemingly louder versus the original. Overall though, the organ and acoustic guitar remain left, with the electric staying right, but the bass and drums moving from the right to the centre. The backing vocals have moved from right of centre to left of centre, and Davy remains central. Let's move through all three in chronological order. Forget that girl She'll only bring you down again 89 Forget that girl She'll only make you lonely 22. The panning backing vocals in the outro in both the 1989 and the 2022 have been moved from slightly left and right to way out right and left, and the remixes have a longer but essentially identical fade. We'll start with the narrow 67, move to the 22, back to the 67 for the start of the fade, and then to the 89 for the extra afforded there. <laughs> to the 22, back to 67, Interestingly, we have a few differences on the interlude track Band 6. The chat at the beginning has been centred rather than slightly out of phase sounding slightly left on the original mix. The 89 features it sounding a bit more focused in that slightly left place. However, the 89 does feature some very soft additional chat before this starts. Thus, we'll hear it in all three mixes first. That was uh, a little too long. And again in the 89. That was uh, a little too long. And the 22. That was uh, a little too long. 
In the practice section, the guitar has been brought up relative to the drums, while in the 89 it is taken down, at least in the right. Thus, we'll start with the original. Eighty nine, twenty two, and the last section, the slide is a little less present in the final section, the remix, and far less distorted. And the final crashes are not faded down, instead, just cutting off right afterwards. The eighty nine does match the band scene section one, but the fade is essentially the same as the sixty seven. Thus, we'll just hear this first in the original mix and then again in the 22. And again in the 22. Another Nesmith number, You Just May Be The One, is up next, and while the left and right double bass intro remains, the overall track placement shifts around quite heavily, with the drums naturally being centred and the acoustic guitar being moved from right to left. The chiming electric seems to be slightly left and bigger in the original mix, while it's been tamed and centralised in the new mix. Once Mickey's harmony enters in the second verse as well, it seems to be moved from right of centre to left of centre, and his vocals and mics seem to feature a noticeably smaller amount of vocal reverb in the newest mix. Mickey also appears louder, but this may be due to the clarity as he is very clear in the original mix too. Let's start the original mix and move through. All men must have someone. 89. Take for granted 22 All the pleasures and the fun Someone to stand beside them And you just made me the one The ballad Shades of Grey continues us on now and during the piano intro there is studio noise in the centre channel which has been muted in the remix. This is of course present in the 89 as well though the use of echo does differ. We'll hear it first in the 67 and again in the 22. When the world and, I were young. and again in the 22. As for the overall mix, we once again have an overall very similarly treated mix, but the main bass and drums have been centralised and brought up in the mix, both in terms of level and presence, to great effect. There is overall a slightly drier treatment of some of the elements too, most notably the French horn, very evident in the outro, which we'll get to in a second. The 89 again matches the 67, but certainly is miles clearer and not quite as wet as the original. Thus, let's move through. It was easy than to tell from lies, selling out from compromise. 89. Who to love and who to hate, the foolish from the wise. 22. But today there is no day or night, today there is 
As for the outro, we can clearly hear that the horn is drier here in both the 89 and 22, followed by a longer fade. We'll hear from the horn entry in chronological and length order, starting with the 67. And again in the 89. And finally, the 22. Side one ends with the slightly silly but fun, I can't get her off my mind. And it's a very simple track that has quite a dramatic shift, with the original mix having pianos left and drums and bass right, with Davey and the backing vocals in the centre. The remix moves the bass and drums into the centre and splits the two pianos left and right, making for a very naturally good sounding mix. Of course, the 89 again matches the 67, so we'll move through. I've been standing on the corner all day Trying to think of little things to say Cause she walks by Every day about this time 89 And I don't think I'll ever get her off of my mind Well I only met her about a week ago 22 the way she smiles lets me know that she could see that maybe we were two of a kind And I don't think I'll ever get her off of my mind At 1 minute 10, the remixes both feature an extra little bass intro back into the verse, which is absent in the original mix. We'll hear it first in the original, and again in the 22. Stealing that little girl's heart today. Well, I'm so happy. And again in the 22. That little girl's heart today. Well, I'm so happy I could almost fly. And right at the end, the additional plonk down the bass has been moved from the left to the right. Let's hear it in the original, and then the new. I'll ever get her off of my mind. And again in the 22. I'll ever get her off of my mind. Side 2 kicks off in fine fashion with For Pete's Sake, with the lead guitar and tambourine being in the left, the vocal pan centrally, and the backing vocals slightly left, and the drums and organ, of course, in the right. The remix not only slightly increases in tempo for the better but moves the drums into the centre, throws the tambourine far right, and brings the organ inwards a little. The tambourine is also treated to a larger volume reduction. Of course, we see the usual in the 89. As well, once the backing vocals enter, they appear to have a more prominent echo in the original mix, which has been dried up in the new mix. It's worth noting that the 89 moves these from slightly left to slightly right, and is in between as far as wetness goes. Let's start with the original mix and move through. In this generation, this generation. 
The original fade starts the earliest and ultimately finishes first, but the 89 and the 22 of course have longer fades, though the actual fade itself in both mixes is overall shorter. We'll hear all fades entirely with the 67 first and move through. And again in the 89. And finally, the 22. Up next is the rather interesting Mr. Webster, which is a relatively simple track again, but with lots of changes. The heavy echo in the original means the new track will naturally have a different sonic texture in this aspect, with it being a relatively drier affair, but the panning changes up wildly. The original has the guitar and bass left, additional guitar and tambourine right, and vocals centrally. The remix manages to balance this very well, keeping the guitars in the same spots, but moving the piano right and the tambourine mildly left of centre, and the bass centrally. Again, it's the same deal with the 89, though the vocal is definitely a little drier than the 67. Let's move through all three. They gave a retirement party for Mr. Webster. 89. Everyone from the bank was there. They had a cake and flowers all in special. 22. And Frisbee had a speech prepared. And a little white box that held a watchman. This inscription to Mr. Webster with regard. And at the end of the track, the tambourine moves in all mixes. The 67 from right to left, but the 2022 from central to right to left, and it then rings out to the natural ending. Of course, the 89 is similar to both for the 67 in panning, but reaches the natural end of the 22, but does fade. Let's hear them all in chronological order. And again in the 89. And again in the 22. Oh. 
Nesmith gives us a jolly good time now with Sunny Girlfriend. And the fading of the drums in the intro was always going to present a challenge in the remix, and clearly these have been approached slightly differently, both being softer in the mix, but centralised, and faded to a hard cutoff rather than back down, with overall mildly delayed timings too. It makes for a fun variant, but we'll hear the whole intro in the original first, and then the remix. <laughs> Again in the 22. As for the body, the original mixes both guitars and the shaker buried away in the left channel and the bass and drums in the right, with all vocals central. The 2022 moves the country-styled lead over to the right and the drums and the bass into the centre quite naturally, while bringing the shaker slightly inwards from the far left. The change in clarity in the parts is also quite astounding as a result, while the 89 brings in all the usual traits. Let's move through with the 67 first. Well, she's got a book that tells about everybody's past. 89. And she can make it so She's my sunny girlfriend, and she's never less. Oh, Up next is Zilch, which thankfully has which thankfully does not have zilch as far as differences go, though to some people it may. The panning here is essentially the same, just with placements tightened up somewhat and general levels being as close as they can be, but with a beautiful increase in clarity. The 89 is essentially the same, but the difference in EQ and has a bit more hiss than the 22. Let's start with the original mix and move through. Zilch, Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina, Mr. Davalina, Mr. Bob Davalina. Zilch, China Clipper calling Alameda. China Clipper calling Alameda. Zilch. China Clipper calling Alameda. Self defense. Never mind the furthermore the plea to self defense. Never mind the furthermore the plea to self defense. 89. Never mind the furthermore the plea to self defense. Never mind the furthermore the plea to self defense. Never mind the furthermore the plea to self defense. 22. It is my opinion that the people are. It is my opinion that the people at the table are. It is my opinion. An interesting moment is the transition between the two main sections, with the original cutting out at a high volume and then fading up mic, while the remix fades down and mic enters in at full volume. The 89 decides to go with the complete lack of fades by comparison, so we'll hear all three. Never mind the and again in the 89. And the 22. It is my opinion that the people are it is my opinion that the people are intending. Never mind for the mother piece of defense. Never mind for the mother piece of defense. The move to the outro and the outro itself is a hair different, with the echo treatment appearing right away in the 22 and growing less overall, while the original starts dry and builds to a bigger, darker echo. The laughter in the left channel is also lower in the 22. 
the 89 seems to get closer to the original Echo, but still differs in its own unique way. So we'll move through them. And again in the 89. And finally, the remix. The Silly Rocker No Time is up next, and again it follows the usual pattern, with the guitars and piano left, all vocals central, and the drums, bass and tambourine in the right. The remix throws the piano over to the right and keeps the overdub drums there too. The bass, drums and tambourine centrally, and moves the backing vocals slightly left, seemingly slightly bringing them out more. That said, the recording is very heavy on the bleed I think, giving things a bit of a stereo spread, or smear, regardless of placement. The H9 again matches the original, but lacks a lot of the body found in it in my opinion, and moves the backing vocals ever so slightly right. So let's move through. Into the 22. Mickey's spoken, there's just no time, at 40 seconds is higher and drier in the remix, but seems a little more distant in the 89. Thus, let's hear it in all three. And again in the 89. And the 22. And at the end, the fade substantially longer in the remixes. So we'll start with the original and move to the 22. Another song that I think really benefits from the remix is the wonderful Early Morning Blues and Greens. Now the inhales in the intro have been brought up in the two remixes, and the bass moves from right to centre as the drums enter in the new mix, while remaining right in the original and the 89. We'll just hear this in the original mix and then the 22. And again in the 22.
Now the original mix has the organ and guitar left, the vocals crashing in haunted organ centrally, and the drums and shaker and bass in the right. The remix takes all the right hand instrumentation to the centre and moves the organ over to the right. However, the crashing percussion does somewhat move about in the mixes, more so in the new mix, around the centre somewhat. The new mix is also substantially drier to varying effect, especially during the outro, which we'll get to in a second. The 89 of course does the usual. We'll just highlight a section of this now, starting with the 67 and moving through. I feel the moments hurry on It was today it's died away And now it is forever gone into the 89. We'll drink my coffee slowly. And I will watch my shadow grow. The 22. And disappear in firelight. And sleep alone again tonight. Now, all three mixes treat the end of the track differently. The original mix fades while the new mix ends with the full performance with no fade at all. I will play both in their entirety, but also pay attention to the way the crashing and haunted organ channels move in both mixes, ending in the left in the new mix. The 89 features the full performance too, but chooses to fade this, ending at a low volume, and also eliminating the panning I just described. Thus, let's hear all three in chronological order. And again in the 89. And finally, the 22. Because I'm a Brit, I'm going to highlight the last track as being alternate title, though to the rest of the world, well, most of the rest of the world, it's Randy Scouse Git. Now this is a track where the remix is very close to the original, but has a few unique traits that really stand out, aside from the clarity. The first is the relative volume of the rolling tom during the intro slash outro, where it's notably lower in the new mix. Here's the two intros, volume matched the opening piano slash bass notes. Interestingly, this actually is reflected in the 89 as well, but we'll just hear it in the original and the 22.
and again in the 22. Now, prior to the first chorus, the rolling tom re-enters in both mixes, but it's substantially louder in the new mix. By comparison, the 89 keeps it overall at a low volume. And at the end of the first chorus, the 89 cuts this rolling tom off, while it carries on longer in the other mixes. So, we'll highlight this first in the original, then the 89, and finally the 22. He reminds me of a penguin with few and plaster And again in the 89. He reminds me of a penguin with few and plaster hairs, talcum powder on the letter, and the birthday boy is there. Why don't you cut your hair? Why don't you live up there? Why don't you do what I do? See what I feel when I care. Now they've darkened all the windows and the seats. And finally, the 22. He reminds me of a penguin with few and plaster hairs. It is worth noting, if you jump back a bit, that there's a stereo echo effect on the drums in the 2022 mix, giving some cymbal bass bleed over towards the left that could be a bleeding stem or an additional echo used to fill out the field. So jump back if you want to kind of highlight that as you're listening to the previous difference. But anyway, if we move along, clearly Mickey's vocal has an echo pan to the left in the original mix, as this decay at the end is hard left while the new mix is mono in the central channel as it likely should be. The 89 by comparison highlights that a stereo reverb has been used here. So let's hear all three. And again in the 22. And finally the 89. And at the end, the final rolling tom fades away in the original mix, while ending cold in the new mix. The 89 chooses to end right on that cold ending, but at the extremes of a fade, so you'd be forgiven for not realising it's the end of the performance. Let's hear it first in the 67, then the 22, and then the 89. And again in the 22. And finally, the 89. And on that final note, well, hit if you like, 
we've reached the end of our look at headquarters in the fashion of its remixes, particularly the new 2022 remix from the new Super Deluxe edition of the album. This, I think, was a total triumph and, in my opinion, really revitalizes headquarters for me. I had kind of burnt out on the album a number of years ago, but hearing it anew here really brought out to me what I love about the album, and on top of that, made me love some of the songs that I wasn't so keen on before, and ultimately going back to the original stereo mix really isn't an option, it really is that deficient by comparison, and the new mix really is that good. I think Andrew and co did a fantastic job on it, and certainly it's some of the best work he's ever done in my opinion, and he's done a lot of fantastic stuff. I can't wait to dig into the rest of the set as well. But of course, as I said, I do want to cover the rest of the new mixes of the main material as we continue on. I have, as keen fans will know, looked over The Girl I Knew Somewhere and A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You before on the Patreon, covering every mix and remix that has ever existed, or at least been issued. And obviously in the upcoming episode, it'll be treated similar to this, where I kind of just highlight, I guess, the original stereo mix of each track and the new stereo mixes. Though, with a little bit me, a little bit you, and it's slightly weird original stereo mix, I may compare that to the mono, but we'll see. Either way, that will be coming this Sunday over on the Patreon, and as promised, a future episode of Mixology exclusively on the Patreon in December, taking a look at the other cuts as well that come from the Kirshner sessions, as well as the outtakes recorded by the group, those being All of Your Toys and the Nesmith version of The Girl I Knew Somewhere. So more great stuff to dig into there. So if you want to hear that or just support the show at all, head on over to patreon.com forward slash back to mono. And Andrew, if you're listening, thank you so much for your work on this set. And I would love to hear from you and chat with you on the show in the future. Anyone that wants to get in contact with me can do so through backtomonoradio at gmail.com or over on Instagram at hypnoticfred, where I'm always up for a chat as well. But with all that out of the way, though, I just got to say thank you so, so much for listening. And remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great, great day. (laughs) 